When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Terrio Media. Success in real estate has nothing to do with shiny objects. It has everything to do with mastering the basics. The three pillars of real estate investing. Attract, convert, exit. Matt Terrio has been helping real estate investors do just that for more than a decade now. If you want to make money in real estate, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit reiace.com. Here's Matt. Hi, my name is Matt Terrio. I'm CEO of Epic Real Estate. And if you're looking for a practical example of a real estate investing business plan, then I'm going to share with you the very one that set Mercedes and I free, as well as many of my Epic clients. And, and when we're done, if you'd like some help, some extra help with yours and putting it into action, I'll show you how to get that type of one-on-one support. Now, a real estate investing business plan, it's important because if you don't have one, I mean, who knows where you're going to end up? But when you have a proven one in place, your destination, it becomes very predictable. You know, I was thinking the other day about when Mercedes and I, when we got started, we had a very simple, basic game plan and it worked out wonderfully for us. And and this is the game plan that I'm going to give you right now. We started by just flipping properties to generate some cash. And then we started doing really well for ourselves. And and once we had a comfortable amount of reserves in the bank, we were like, okay, uh, we're making this money, but we're working every day to do it. We've got to shift our focus to creating some residual money. And our initial plan for creating cash flow was this. We would flip five houses, and then we'd hold the sixth. And we did that a few times. Then we were like, okay, I think we can now flip four and hold the fifth. And so that was our plan for a while. And then we'd flip three and hold the fourth, and then we'd flip two and then hold the third, and ultimately we'd just flip one, hold one, flip one, hold one. And eventually it created enough residual income where we didn't have to flip properties at all anymore to pay our bills and survive. And so once we got that residual income to exceed our monthly expenses that paid for our lifestyle, we then redirected that excess cash flow to create more cash flow. You see, our assets were buying assets. We were working less and less for money, and our money was working more and more for it. So our money was creating our wealth. Does that make sense? Let me show you how we did that. And I'm going to call this business plan the Epic Game Plan. It comes in three phases. So phase one, this is the milestone of financial independence. That's first. So we're going to go after financial independence. And this is where you are in control of your income. You are in control of your profit and you don't need a job to support yourself financially. You are in total control of your own finances. This is where you become your own boss. And if you're going to be financially independent, you can't be dependent on somebody else, right? So you have to become your own boss. You have to be dependent on you. And, And that's where the independence comes from. So step one is to become your own boss. Step two is to decrease your expenses. 
And, and to make this happen in the beginning, you're going to have to cut back on the excess, most likely, depending on your situation. And perhaps you might even have to make some sacrifices. But it won't be for long, so exercise a little bit of patience. Hang in there. And then step three is you go to work. you got to work like hell because you've just become your own boss, right? But so many people forget is that in the beginning, you've also become your own employee as well. And business just doesn't run without employees. So you got to wear both hats for a minute. So become your own boss, you become your own employee, and then you work, work, work until you get your active income to pay for your lifestyle. Got it? That's phase one. Phase two, financial freedom. So you've got your financial independence through your active income. Your freedom is going to come as a result of your financial, or excuse me, of your residual income. Well, that's now the big focus. And to do that, you start by developing systems, systems around your income generating activities. You see, the mission here is, is to get your income generating activities to happen with or without your direct participation. And then once those are in place, it's time to start acquiring cash flowing income properties. And as fast as and as many as you can responsibly, of course. And then the third thing in the freedom phase is what I call a, I don't know, it's a poor man's version of asset protection. You want to start diversifying the locations of your properties. You want to diversify income properties geographically. You want to diversify your teams as well. That kind of happens as a result just by default of you diversifying your locations. And so you stay focused on these three things until your residual income pays for your lifestyle. Do that. And the second phase of financial freedom, it's going to be yours. All right. Phase three, wealth creation. You see, once your residual income is paying for your lifestyle, you're going to keep going with this plan, but redirecting the excess residual income that you create towards creating your wealth. This is where your money starts to make your money. And this is the, the big differentiator be, by the, between the, the, the common person and the wealthy person, meaning most people go about creating wealth the slow and more difficult way. They, they just work, work, work to save this giant pile of money so that somewhere down the road, someday, they'll eventually be able to create a residual income from that big pile and then, then they can go ahead and live life then. They never effectively make this shift from they working for their money to their money working for them. You see, most people, they just don't earn enough to save enough to create their wealth before the most active years of their lives are over. But when you have residual income coming in in excess, you're able to live and enjoy life right now and your wealth, it just gets created automatically. And this is where Robert Kiyosaki got a lot of backlash when he said, the rich don't work for money. Do you remember that? I think it's lesson one of the Rich Dad, Poor Dad book. And, And people were like, What are you talking about the rich don't work for money? And a lot of people had a really, I don't know, a twisted idea of what that actually meant. But what he really meant was they don't work for money. Their money works for their money. And this is the the real estate investing game plan that I'm giving you right now on how you actually make this happen for yourself. So in this third phase, wealth creation, you're going to be making a big shift from working in your business to working on your business. You're going to be managing your assets to create more assets. Your cash flow is going to be creating more cash flow. So the second thing here is in this phase is you're going to become a manager of managers. You're going to manage the property managers that manage your properties. This is where you start to become a true business owner. And then third, the next level of preserving and protecting your freedom and and above and beyond the legal structures that you'll obviously put in place, you're going to want to start looking at diversifying your assets. See, Mercedes and I, we got started just flipping single family houses and then we started holding single family houses. 
We then moved to some duplexes and fourplexes, and then we got ourselves a 14-unit building, a 16-unit building, an 18-unit building, and then we got a 44-unit building, and then a 50-unit building. So we diversified into multifamily. And then we started looking at our books. And what we did is we crafted a nice little balance between all of the tax advantages that that real estate gives you and then all of the potential active income that we could make. So we structured our portfolio to maximize our income by minimizing our tax liability. And we did that by investing in and creating seller financed notes. So this is what this did for us. It increased our cash flow. The notes increased our cash flow. And then the properties that we held on to, it offset the extra tax burden that that extra cash flow from those notes created. So we, we started with single family, we added multifamily, and then notes. And now we're adding vacant land to the mix. But take note, we're doing all of that after we achieved our freedom, right? This is part of our, our wealth creation mode. Most people start diversifying all of these assets way too early. They go too wide, too soon, when they should be going deep right at the beginning and sticking there for a while. Alrighty, see you next time. Yo. Take care. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Huh. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. Yeah, yeah, we got the cash flow. You didn't know, homeboy, we got the cash flow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.